ready to go, Rufus. Internal Robots Podcast, episode 65 here. Friday, the 4th of October, and I'm here with... Uh, uh, Max isn't here. Um, that's okay, because we're... Oh, Josh isn't here either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess... Um, guess Let's I'm see, just we left on my own. Yeah. Um, g- good thing... Uh, good thing I've got... A- Let's just... Are you there, Jack? Sometimes. A fair response, yeah. That's a pretty accurate assessment. Hi. Hi. I'm all alone. Yeah, there's no one there beside you. That's very accurate. That's very, very accurate. Are they normally beside me? They're kind of in front of me. I don't know, but I also usually angle towards the the screen as well. There's no music, Jack. There's no music. I've started the podcast. <laughs> ah. And that, wait, really? That's your start to the podcast? Yeah, that was Where's it. the enthusiasm? Um, there's not a lot of enthusiasm right now because everybody is... I'm all alone and... Yeah. It's been, a, it's been <laughs> a week. It's been a week. It's been a week, huh? Yeah, it's been a week for everyone. Um, Max would very much like to be here but has had a week. Josh mm. would very much like to be here but has had a week. I don't want to be here because I've had a week, but I'm here. The show must go <laughs> on, as they say. This lackluster show. How are you? Doing? I haven't had the worst week. But... Well, great. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. As usual, I'm gonna have to rely on you for the energy here. <laughs> it is uh, much too hot for me to provide the energy, so <laughs> it's oh. going to be a somewhat down tempo podcast this week. If that wasn't apparent already. Yeah. We'll call this one like the the relaxed stream. <laughs> uh, I I think it's mm, I think it's more negative than relaxed. <laughs> oh god, I'm oh, choking well, yeah. on my own innards. That's <laughs> this is how I die alone <laughs> in a podcast. Yeah, waiting for guests. <laughs> oh god, I'm waiting for ah look, they may turn up. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlikely. <laughs> it would be a little weird. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess we should probably talk about video games then. Uh, I'm I'm not sold on the idea, but you think <laughs> it'll work? You're like I'm I'm not buying it. Yeah, all right. Let's talk about some video games. Did you want to kick us off, or should I? I can kick us off. I just got to hit the stop button here and. No, no, I'll talk. Um, I um, oh, what shall I start with? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Mm. Let's, uh, let's okay. Let's start with the thing that I have played all of. All of? Okay, sure. I I started and finished uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts last night. Nice. Uh, I played that on the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, and how was it? 
It was cool. Um, I had heard good things about it. I had seen some cool style stuff, but I wasn't fully aware of quite what that game was, and that's not a bad way to go into it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I, like, I've heard quite a lot about it, and I'm still not entirely sure what that game is. Well, allow me to explain it poorly so you still don't know. Sounds good. Uh, it's kind of... Hmm. It's kind of like one of those rhythm games where you've got like the the lanes, uh, you know, like an audio surf or oh, something yeah, like sure, that. Yeah. Um, it, well, part of it at least is is kind of like that. Um, so imagine a game like that with a story mode. Hmm. All right then. Um. Uh. Oh, okay. And and kind of weird abs. It's it's not no. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's barely any dialogue. There's a, there's a, some narration in between, um, in between some chapters and things like that. And so it's, uh, it's a more kind of a story experience, I guess would be, would be a little more accurate, but, uh, yeah, you're kind of just progressing through these levels of, uh, really cool, like, it's just a really cool style. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend you check out images and videos and whatnot. But um, it's... I have been listening to the soundtrack. Yeah, right. So, uh, it, so... yeah, the the visual style is married really well with this very kind of. Uh, it's a very like a poppy synthy kind of um, with a, with a good beat kind of um, mm. kind of music. Yeah, it is quite enjoyable pop. Like yeah, yeah. Pop, not usually something I gravitate towards, but I enjoyed this. Sure. So pair that with some. Uh, it's it's not it's not hard like it's not you're not snapping to lanes like you you would in in more strict rhythm games, but uh, you're kind you're you're typically going down down a path which is going to be curving around and it, it gets more and more complicated and you're getting you know, jumps and and sharp turns and things like that get introduced as as you play along through the progressing levels, but mm. uh, but you're generally you know you're moving freely on along this kind of well, road um but the yeah but you're, you're collecting um like hearts and and i don't know various shapes your objectives you're getting points by, by clearing collecting these things that are on the paths and they'll kind of be laid laid out and the level will kind of move and shape um around the the, the timing in the music and, and things like that so it, it's all a very coherent, uh, cohesive um, experience, which is really cool. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, um, it starts. It starts off pretty simple, um, but it uh, the the deeper you get into it, it is it gets more and more engaging and more stylish and just cooler. Um, and is it also therefore more challenging, or is it just kind of like? Um, I, I mean, yes, it does get a little more challenging. I, it's 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 not a hard game by any means, and it's very it's very lenient. So if you, I mean, the, you, the fail state is you know you crash because uh, some you know there'll be obstacles and or like uh, you go over a jump and there'll be a drop and you have to like you have to move in the air to to line up where you need to land things like that. Mm. So you can die, but at most you go back to like the start of that bar of music or something like that. You you're going back. At worst, there was one level where the I was I died a couple of times right at the very end of that basically that checkpoint. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, even then, that was kicking me back ten fifteen seconds. Like okay, so it's not too bad. Then. Not bad at all. Like that, and that was by far the most. Most of them was kicking me back like two three seconds. Hmm. So 
um, very lenient. And if you if you fail that multiple times, it'll say, "Hey, do you do you want to just skip this part?" And you can say <laughs> you can say yes, you can say no, or you can say, "Don't ever offer me this again." But um, don't you ever offer me this <laughs> yeah. again? How um, dare you insult my game playing ability? Yeah, and and because it's the same thing every time, and it is rhythm. It's it's all based around the the flow of the music and things like that. You can. A couple of times, a couple of times, I would be going through, and I wouldn't quite have figured out the the beat. Like, you know, the the music will change up, and I'm like, oh, I'm not, I haven't quite matched this part yet. Oh, I, I died, and then I go back in. Like, okay, I, I got, I got a feel for it now. I go, all right, I got, I got the timing down. Um, but it's cool, uh, and and it's it's nice that they let you skip that if you if you are having trouble with it. Um, and they mix it up. Uh, the, there's so you you've gone down, you know, you're going down your highway kind of thing. But you've also got um, uh, just basically quick time events where you've got to time stuff, uh, do like on the beat kind of thing. Um, where you got to time a button press, uh, and that, that's all in time to the music, so it, it all it all works. Uh, and then later, you know, they'll start mixing it. So okay, you're going down the highway, and you've got some button presses to time and and things like that. Um, and there's a couple of times where they change perspective and, and things like that. That yeah, it's done really well. It's super stylish and. Yeah, the yeah the the few just works bits of very well footage together. I've seen and pictures make like seem like the style is right up there. Yeah, <laughs> probably a contender. For, do you think it's a contender for most stylish game? Look, it's it's or best style. It's up there. It's up there for um for this year for, for certain. Yeah, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. in that category. Um, I might be forgetting some other things, but I'd say it's a contender. But yeah, um, yeah, it's real cool. Um, it's yeah, sounds good. It's not long. Um, I mean, it's basically an album, uh, so I think it probably took me maybe an hour. Um, mm. But there's uh, there's other like you unlock like a, a like a f- for kind of more freeform mode, and you can go back and play levels, and you 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 get scored on your level. You got a, a a bronze, silver, and gold rank based on how many points you get during it. And there's different paths, and and not you know not different story paths, but there's different paths you can take. Um, like oh, you can go left at this um at this intersection, or you, or you can go right, and the level will be slightly different in each direction. So there's some replayability there as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you didn't want to try playing it on Apple Arcade. Uh, I had considered it because um, that seemed like a good excuse to to check that out. But I ultimately I had a quick look at it, and I was like, ah, I don't want to play this with touch controls. And yeah, I could I, I could have played it with a controller, but at that point, yeah, I may as well just get. It. I mean, what I should have done was actually probably get it on the Apple TV and then play it with a controller. But then, what's the difference? Yeah, I was actually thinking that. <laughs> I mean, I could. I mean, I guess I play it for free then because I can get a trial of Apple Arcade. But but whatever. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And then you can get it on the big screen with the yeah, speakers. That's true. Yeah, but on but on the other hand, I I, I wanted to play it with headphones. Yeah, which is what I which is what I, I can definitely understand that. Yeah, um, it's it, yeah, it makes for a good experience. Totally recommended. Nice. Sounds good. It was. Um, um, after that, I put about an hour. In, no, actually, probably not even an hour. I put some time into Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> nice. That game's cool. That, that thing has taken the fucking internet by storm. It, it, well, it's, it, I mean, it is very much built for that. It, it is <laughs> yeah. it is right up the internet's alley, it turns out. Uh, I just love, like, even um, there was a one I saw where people could, you know how uh, Destiny's been having a couple of problems. 
uh, one of the persons is like, oh, we found the problem was just the goose running around the server room. Sure, yeah. They, yeah, that goose has been getting up to some stuff as far as I can tell. <laughs> sure has. Uh, it is, yeah, so Untitled Goose Game is basically Arsehole Goose Simulator. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's great. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you are controlling a very, like, uh, believably animated goose. Um, is it just in this is this really just kind of nice uh it's nice simple well, it, it, it's a cool it's a nice art style um and yeah you're just given you're you're just in different areas where you're just given a bunch of objectives to mess with people's shit in various ways um and you kind of just got it here's the yeah here's the objective figure out how to achieve that and that's cool <laughs> um one of the thing I think the thing I think makes this game work is that it's one of those things where they give you because they give you a bunch of objects you can interact with. There's a bunch of environmental stuff and and just random objects. It's one of those things where you, when you interact with these things in a certain way, it works the way you expect it to. Well, that's good. And so it, I, I mean, it's not such a thing. It's not like uh, it's, oh, no, it's break immersion because you're. You know, it's a very cutesy goots game, but it's yeah. but it it makes everything work because because it is basically it because it's it's Hitman because <laughs> it's you solving a puzzle by by understanding the laws of this environment and what these objects will do. It's you right, yeah. it's you pushing against things to see how they'll react and then incorporating that into how you're going to achieve these objectives. It. And that is how it is hit, man. Um, that's a cool way to set that up. Yeah. And that's really cool. Like uh, a real simple example, um, uh, going into like the second area, the first object I came across was just this glass milk bottle and you pick up the, the glass milk bottle. So you've got like a, a, a this, this glass bottle on, on your face. And if you hit the honk button, it sounds like you're honking into a, a glass bottle. It's just, which you, which is exactly what you want. I pick it up and the way it's holding, okay, there's better, there's better do that. And it totally does. Um, and, and in that same level, there's like these, these walkie talkies and you can pick it up and carry it around and does nothing. But, um, if you say, put that walkie talkie behind some unsuspecting dude and then go get the other walkie talkie <laughs> and pick that up and honk into it, it honks through the walkie talkie and you can remote honk at people. It's great. Um, it's just, yeah. But I love remote honk. Yeah, it's just giving you all these objects. It's, it's it's this sandbox. It's this goose sandbox that is set up for you to just, yeah, just push and pull against things to to play with things and find the way to achieve achieve these often bizarre objectives uh, and be <laughs> the biggest dick of a goose you can be. And it is Sounds like that it is amazing. Um, yeah, and and it and it is being a dick like. Uh, you know, the, one of the, like, like one of the, if not the first, one of the first objectives in the very first area is just get this, get this, uh, groundskeeper wet by like, Oh yeah. Get him. Yeah. Get him wet. Um, but like in the, in the second area, there's a particularly dick move where <laughs> there's this kid in this, in this kind of street and there's the, the, these, these stalls and you can steal his toy airplane which based on how much he he interacts with it is his favorite thing in the world. You can steal that toy airplane, sneak into the stall, put it on and put it in the stall 
And he comes up and tries to get it back. And the lady running the store is like, no, Mitch, you got to pay for that. <laughs> so he pays for his own toy. That it, is a dick move. It is. And it, it was so satisfying. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm not. I'm. I only. Yeah, I only got into that second area and started prodding a couple of things there. But, but yeah, uh, I'm already very much enjoying it. Uh, it is very silly uh, and very endearing, and yeah, it just it just works in exactly the way you want it to work. And uh, uh, and the and the, yeah, like the animation is is really 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 good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's very like, genuine goose. And it's just there's something about that animation is just quite smooth and they studied goose. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's really cool. Uh and then the music, it's 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 one of those kind of like just like solo piano piano kind of disparate thing. It's um like you know, it, it just follow it follows the action. So, you know, mm. if you if you get if you're running away and someone's chasing you, you know, it'll be a very frantic kind of yeah, just a solo piano kind of thing. <laughs> um and it'll 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 mellow out as you as you um yeah as the situation mellows out and yeah it's really cool it's really cool uh, I look forward to playing some more of that <laughs> yeah it sounds good that one uh, I've been playing that that was on on Switch as well nice um yeah so the only other thing I have put any real time into. Uh, was Gears 5, which we played some together. Yes, yes, we did. Played through the first act of the of the campaign. Yeah, and so far it's been quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, so far it is very Gears, but we've, we've literally, I, I believe we've just hit the first, like, open area, so, so everything mm. we've seen so far has been very classic Gears, and we're about to get into the kind of changes for Gears 5, um... So I guess we'll which, uh, reserve which I think our full opinions until later. But yeah, it's um, yeah. it's a good way of kind of like starting that game off to be like, here's here's what's gears, familiar yeah, that you, that you can kick off with, and then it's all still here. This is still we'll the gears you know up. and love. Yeah, like it. Yeah, besides one or two control changes, nothing else has changed. Yeah, it's very, it's very yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. It's yeah, a couple a couple minor changes and a couple minor additions with the robot stuff, but um, yeah, the uh, the robot character is interesting. Yeah, um, um, I look forward to being in situations where and having more abilities that we can use. Uh, so, I mean, for those who know, don't know, you got these robot companions um, who just fly around and are generally cloaked, but you can uh, you can unlock and upgrade abilities that they have. To uh, like one of them will like uh, like what was it like it flushes out enemies and or blinds enemies or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's um, kind of like a, it's almost like a flashbang, but it, it just more stuns them so they pop out of cover. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you can also like send them out to like oh I'm stuck by I'm I'm pinned down and I run out of ammo. Hey robot, go fetch me that gun that's out there on the field. Um, yeah, that which is a particularly useful. That is that is useful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like for a cover game, having something to go get you weapons or ammo and bring it back to cover. Yeah. And pop people out of cover, yeah. And pop people out of cover, yeah. It's um, it is a it, it is a smart and effective addition to an established um, um, game series. Uh, I quite like with yeah without it drastically overhauling the game. It 
It makes yeah. it's an intelligent change. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes things better to add Jack and Dave to the game. Fuck. I think it's a good addition. Did I what, really did not even... Just, <laughs> did you not notice that the whole time? I was... Like, <laughs> I was laughing about that. I was like, God, it would be great if we could just spend the whole game playing as Jack and Dave. You said that. You said that to me, and I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even notice. I'd rather, I registered that Jack was called that, because you already commented on that like before the game came out. Mm. I did not even fucking... <laughs> I don't go by yeah. Dave. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, like, it is very rare to hear you get called Dave, so... People do. I, I, plenty of people do. Um, oh, no, I, I know that, but I even... Like, I, I respond it to it when... just fine, but... Yeah, I just... Man, that's dumb. I did not even <laughs> fucking register that the robot's names are our names. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God, we are the robot. Oh, wait, we are robot. We are, there is... We are the internal robots. Fuck, this is... <laughs> We probably should have done, we, we should have done this playthrough as a series because apparently yeah, this probably. is the most on brand. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, very very on brand. <laughs> oh my! Oh, I'm fuck. I don't. I'm <laughs> my bad. I don't. I, I really can't believe I only just fucking clicked on that. Yes, so for listeners not particularly <laughs> understanding what's going on, yes, uh, in in the new gears. Five, it is. Uh, the robot companions' names are Jack and Dave. Yep. And for those who are really unaware of yeah, what's going on, that's us. <laughs> oh, man. That's really dumb. That's really, really dumb of me. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing more of that. Like, the... It's kind of nice going to a game like that after it was a good kind of compared to some of the other stuff we've been playing. Like it, it's quite nice to go back to something like Gears and um, it's still like the, the the actual gameplay of it, like the actual um, shooting and cover mechanics and everything, all of it still works just as well as it normally does. Like, yep. um, and it's, it's a very smooth experience. I mean, I still struggle with, the chainsaw, but that's just me being an idiot. Um, you do struggle with that chainsaw. You just got well, pri- like to it... prime it, man. You got to prime it. I know, but I just want to charge in there, and maybe I should just go with the. You can, you can, you can charge in there. You've just got to prime it as you're charging. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Uh, with some very excellent moments, so I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, there were, even in that first chapter we played, there was some. <laughs> quite fun moments. I mean, I admittedly, I thought they were going to last a little bit longer than they did, but, uh, yeah, good fun. Good music. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I, it is a, so far it has been a good gears experience with some, with some smart additions. Um, Mm. and yeah, I guess we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how, um, how the more open stuff, um, is to our liking, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm keen to see how that works. I'll also be keen to check out uh, Horde Mode at some point as well. Yeah, Horde Mode is always a bit of fun. Yes. Um, all right. Well, that that is what I have been playing. Oh, I will just mention one other thing that is, I, I didn't play. Um, it was a video, so I hit play. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, I watched the uh, the Supergiant in constant. In constant? 
in concert. concert. Uh, they did a 10th anniversary orchestral show at, uh, at PAX. Ooh. This PAX just passed. Um, that would have been good. Where uh, Darren Corb um, uh, was out there and um, uh, Austin Wintry was uh, conducting. Hmm. Uh, which was, uh, yeah, it was cool. It's a, it's, it's a cool concert. Um, I mean, yeah, no, no secret that I would say I, but I, I pretty, I can say pretty safely that we are all here. Yes. Very big fans yeah. of, uh, of Darren Corb's music in, in the super giant games. Uh, and yeah, it was, it's a cool concert. Um, I recommend checking out. I'll have links in the show notes. Um, but yeah, it's real cool. It's real cool. That's really, yeah, that would have been, man, that would be excellent to, to actually go to, yeah, that would have been um, very, quite enjoy really um, Yeah, I recommend anybody who's even remotely a fan of uh, of that music, check it out. Yeah. For those who don't know, that's things like Bastion and Transistor and Pyre and Hades. Yep, th- those are them. They're, Man, they really like one-word one names, don't they? They do. It works. I mean, so does everybody. Clean guess, and but... simple. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that would have been good. It's cool. Check it out. Nice. Uh, right. What have you been playing other than Gears? <laughs> other than Gears. Well, uh, I mean, you can talk about Gears more if you want, but I feel like we have it covered and we haven't played that I'll, much. <laughs> so mainly what I've been playing is stuff that I've mentioned before, but I'm going to quickly go over things a bit more. So um, uh, Truck Driver. Sure. Yeah. Played a bit more of that. Um that game has kind of come into its own in terms of uh, I've started looking at it at a, in a completely different way. So instead of me being... A different way taking, of driving trucks. Yeah, actually. So compared to American Truck Simulator where um, I'm very... or try to be as safe driver as possible. And, I've watched you play um, that. That's not true. That's why I said try. No, you don't. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but uh, I'm at least concerned about driving safely. Are you? Um, yeah, um, I've seen you drive through blockades. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to. I wasn't paying yes, attention. Yes, you did. <laughs> You're like, I don't have time to go on the detour. I'm going to uh, ram straight through. Yeah, I'm like, oh, isn't that going to affect your thing? No, no, I've done it before. They don't give a shit. <laughs> if you drive slow enough, they're fine with it. So instead, I've been uh, basically not worrying about things like sticking to the speed limit or, you know, dangerously overtaking cars uh-huh. or just, or as you were saying before, like, because you don't have to stop the truck to park, I've been trying to just, like, I'm just sliding in, dropping the cargo <laughs> and then <laughs> bailing again. Just so, drive-by uh, cargo been, drops. Pretty much, and I've been doing some ridiculous overtaking and just stupid speeds in some sections where um, <laughs> namely also because of the, uh, like, the, the traffic is quite light there, I can completely, you know, just go kind of go as fast as I want and overtake things dangerously and um, <laughs> just so it, it has become a kind of, it's sillier version of Truck Simulator, which Boy, is fun and it's fun in its own right. I sure hope this doesn't rub off on you the same way that PC Building Simulator did. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope that doesn't work. Um, the 
though speaking of the like the fact that the traffic is lighter it means uh, it has put me in some odd situations where i had one where i hadn't seen a car in ages so uh, i was trying to work out how to get across a busy like a like a, a motorway so i was like oh, i'm gonna have to drive around but i was wondering whether i could just kind of cut across the so it stopped the truck in the middle of the thing just looking my ways when out of nowhere this car just slams into the side of the truck and just like just this incredibly violent accident (laughs) as this truck hits my like this car hits my truck rolls and lands on its roof it's like ooh, i am sorry buddy i was busy just you know parked in the middle of the road (laughs) Just because I didn't, I was assuming there wasn't going to be a car. But yeah, so I've been playing that game very differently and just pretty much flooring it the entire way. I've learned learned where the speed cameras are, so I only slow down for them and then everything else. I'm just flying around being a ridiculous truck driver, just like cutting people off in traffic or like um, (laughs) just overtaking them with inches to spare so they have to slam their brakes on. So, yes, it's become my asshole truck driver simulator. Outstanding. Uh, the other thing I've been playing more of is uh, Mutazioni, uh, which that game is really cool. Uh, the character work in that is is excellent, and mm. uh, a lot of the writing is either funny or emotional. And um, I, some of the situations that you get into is quite uh, like I, I really like how deep it gets in some areas and then lighthearted it is in others. And, um, you've quite often a kind of, you'll be driven to a quite natural response yeah, to your right. character. So like, uh, I often found myself picking things that I was like, that's pretty much how I feel. Like I did have one where I, um, I'd, I'd got a bit worked up and went and um, picked an angry response and the person was like, I don't think I deserve that. It was a little bit shitty. I was like, oh, I feel bad. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to go for a walk and <laughs> come back in a bit when it's cooled down. And um, then and it, the game does a very it, – like it's quite good at uh, signposting what your next thing to do is because uh, you are somewhat left up to your own devices in terms of things to do. Like you have an overall – kind of goal and uh, ideas, but how you spend your day is up to you. But then characters, when you talk to them, will give you things like, for instance, like I was chatting with um, somebody that night and they were like, oh, come back uh, lunchtime tomorrow and uh, we'll have a, and and I'll give you this. Or like, um, like one person was running a, like a spa setting and they're like, oh, come in at lunchtime and we'll have a chat and everything. And so you're like, oh, cool. So the day will, the day usually goes in like morning, uh, midday, uh, afternoon, evening, and late night. Um, so you're kind of given a direction in which way to go, and it it has a very natural flow to it where you're like, yeah, this makes sense. Like I, you know, go see this person in the afternoon and hang out for a bit and then go and do this. And they're always like, Oh, you know, am I going to see you at the barbecue tonight? And so you're like, Oh, cool. All right. I know that's on. So I'll go hang out with everyone there and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's got some good moments. Um, and some, some very interesting characters. There's, 
There's this weird uh, jelly character. Sure. Then... I don't think you uh, need to elaborate. Uh, they're already weird. Yeah. They're jelly. Uh, yeah, they're jelly. They can also, like, solidify into crystal. Um, huh. And they... Crystal jelly. They perform a lot of experiments. Uh, but So they talk in a very... Um, very scientific manner to the, to the point of being almost ridiculous. Like uh, at one point they were just adjust me as, um, what was it? It was like, uh, it was like mating outcome number three or whatever. Cause I was so-and-so's great, like great granddaughter or whatever. Like, so, uh, and then they try and tell jokes, but they're these very like structured scientific joke and, and it's like and then we'd get to the end and be like see this this is why this joke works because of this this and this and you're like yes that's right that was a joke sure <laughs> but um yeah so and like uh there's a little young character who likes putting way too much hot sauce on everything sure and yeah he's uh but then you'll have these like so they'll be like running around having these silly moments and then you'll have more serious stuff like um There'd been a like everyone's hanging around for barbecue and it kind of calmed down. It was left to two of the characters who were kind of hanging around, and he was uh, it was a guy and a girl, and he was starting to have that conversation where he's like, you know, why do you let him treat you like that? Like talking about her boyfriend, and then getting into the whole thing. It was like, if I was with you, you know, I'd I'd do all these things. And I was like, ooh, buddy, like I've been there, man. Just just move on. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like they'll have these like or like some people have these really deep emotional moments, and then you know five minutes later you'll be making a joke with somebody about something stupid. Uh, so yeah, a lot of fun that game and quite a good story. Uh, and the music and style is excellent as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, yeah, we definitely uh, discussed these the style to some extent last week. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so, uh, uh, that's still on my list uh, of things I kind of want to check out, but. Uh, there's some games. Yeah, it's yeah. So I'm very impressed with that one, and gonna yeah, keep playing more cool. of it. I'm I'm glad to hear it's uh, continuing to impress. Yeah, and it keeps like opening up a little bit more and a little bit more as I kind of find out more about the, this place. Cool. Um, uh, the other thing I played was that uh, I jumped into the uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. It's kind of weird because uh, most of what I played was stuff that I had actually seen at um, the Ubisoft experience. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, right. Uh, like, I remember these bits. Um, but uh, it has some interesting mechanics. Uh, so one of the things, like, it, it feels a lot um, more intimidating than uh, Wildlands was. Yeah. Um, where Wildlands was very, I like it, it was a bit silly to the point that it almost, it felt like it wasn't taking itself seriously. And at the same time, taking itself way too seriously. Huh. Like, yeah, uh, whereas, whereas this one is very much like, no, you are on your own and everything feels like a danger. Like, um, Whereas in Wildlands, you know, you'd come across uh, even quite big groups of enemies and be like, I can probably work my way through this and it's a puzzle that needs to be solved. Um, and 
even though the having the AI characters around you at first, I was like, yeah, I'm somewhat missing them in terms of like even now, like I come across a group of three, I'm like, fuck, I can. It's like if I take out and there's one, nobody here to say, and baby makes three, and baby makes three. Um, I can't hide in. I was like, so it's become a thing where like requiring stealth a lot more than I did with the other ones mm. before. I'd kind of like take everybody from a distance. Um, this one is like planning my attacks to the point where um, I'll do things like take out one just to get their attention. So they'll start coming my way and then hide. And they've got a new mechanic where when you're prone, you can um, get, you can uh, like cover yourself in mud and pretty much do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they call it like prone camouflage or whatever. And that makes you almost undetectable. Uh, so I would bring them closer and then, uh, so that like wait for the patrol to pass and then get up and like take out the last guy and then, uh, like sneak up and like silently take that person out. Then how, how long does it take for you to go from standing or, or crouching to prone and camouflaged? It's, it's not too long, but it's, it's a long enough that you want to kind of plan ahead. Sure, sure. Uh, but are we talking? Uh, are we still? Are we talking like you know, like a few seconds here? Yeah, yeah. It, it's I not, like the idea that you could you can pretty much vanish by you know smearing some mud on you, uh, very strategically and very efficiently in that short amount of time. Yeah, like I mean, it's still going to be you know tied down to the fact that it's a game, but they have. Huh. What? Um, I thought you were joining this I know, weird rogue right. military unit. Um, but the... Or I guess uh, you're fighting some, other, some weird rogue military unit. Yeah. Um, although, that being said, like, it's a beta, so I'm not going to judge it too harshly for this, but there was a no, lot go of... go ahead. Um, like, issues with... Uh, so, I'd... Like a lot of glitches when I would actually go for silent takedowns and things like that, mm. especially from a, it seemed to have a problem with working out like going from prone to getting up and attacking and somewhere in between there, it would struggle. And I had one where I was just pretty much like partway through this person while they were like floating in the air while my character was like trying to stab them in the neck, even though they're. No, that was a, that was a defensive maneuver. It's pretty yeah, advanced. So I was, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And, but it's like, all right. And so that happened quite a few times in the like silent takedown. Mode. Yeah, so no, it's like, clearly something they're training these troops. Yeah, so it was kind of wigged out a bit. But, okay, if somebody uh, sneaks up on you and tries to stab you in the neck, just float. Yeah, just float up into the air. Yeah, uh, that's, that, the, that's not a bad tactic. <laughs> not the worst. If tactic. you can pull it off. Uh, but there's some interesting things like, uh, so for instance, a drone, one of the big things in this game is drones, the enemy's use of drones. Uh, so one went overhead and it had a plane symbol, like it was quite high up. Yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like, um, uh, cause I was, in, I was about to enter in a building and I was like, oh, it should be too much of an issue. And I just hear this like a, a shot ring out and my character goes down as a bullet goes straight through my character's leg. I'm like, Oh Jesus. As like, so it's become quite a thing where it's like, 
suddenly my character's limping and I was like, oh, shit. And so, like, quickly backed off into the room and uh, started applying a bandage on the on the leg. And that's the thing that is making things intimidating is the fact that it's, it's not so much like uh, – when you get into a fight, if you get into a full cell gun gunfight, those wounds start actually affecting you. So um, I was like, well, I could get into a fight, but I'm a long way from the nearest base camp, and if I get shot in the leg, like yeah. I need to go find a vehicle because I'm going to be hobbling most huh. of my way there. Um, so you suddenly start thinking about things a lot. Like injuries matter a bit more than like. Sure, you're still. A video game character, like you still get shot numerous yeah, times. Yeah. You're, you're obviously still surviving things you shouldn't be surviving, but it means yeah. that normally I'm like, oh, I'll just engage these guys. I can beat them becomes, oh, should I engage these guys? Because even if I can beat them, but I might take an injury in the process and that might impact the, me then, later on. Yeah, the next fight that I get into might not work out so well when yeah. I can't move around as fast and okay. things like that. So you... I, I, I like this idea in of it, of it basically making you. Um, I mean, that's what they're kind of pitching it as, right? Like you being you're the hunt you're being hunted. You're being hunted. Yeah, yeah. and I, I do like I like the concept of it being this game where yeah you are you are you know fighting against both the enemies and the elements and try and it's it's a survival game in its kind of strictest in the strictest sense where you are attempting to survive being Speaking hunt- of that. Uh, your enemies hunting the most dangerous of prey or game man um i like i like that in concept i don't know if i would enjoy the actual <laughs> playing of it but it's maybe. funny you should mention the survival game it has definitely gone down that track well, so yes. for instance um the other thing is uh now the crafting mechanics yeah so uh, walking along, you can do things like collect plants, and but um, there's also like a little bit of hunting involved. Like uh, you'd see rabbits running around or um, yep. wild boar, things like that. And when you get to camp, uh, from your camp or from different – so around the areas you can find different bivouacs that you can stay at or I mean, um, I can. The, <laughs> the main kind of camp setting. Um, and you can go in and um, – you can prepare, so you can sit there and like prepare things like um, different rations will, so different meals will give you different boosts to certain things, and then you'll have a choice of, so you can make different rations to take out on the field. Yeah. But then there's also preparation, so it might be something like uh, you can spend time uh, studying, which will give you, like, studying your notes, which will give you a bonus to. Uh, experience or you can do things like um, staying hydrated which will uh, give you your stamina is improved or um, like so like what do you like ever have like a finite number of things you can spend on preparation or you have or is this oh you 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 use one each time okay okay yeah so when you stay over at a bivouac um you that's what i refer um, to when i'm staying in a bivouac i'm staying over Yeah. Uh, you see a mom. I'm uh, just staying like, over at a bivouac. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, like you prep for the whatever's coming next. So you might be like, oh, I you know need some extra accuracy, or I need some more stamina. Hmm. Um, you also prep yourself with a few rations. You make those, um, and like, and then you have the option to kind of head out straight away. Or I think if you stay pretty much the night, like. There seems to be the option to sleep, which gives you a slight bonus to something. 
Um, it just had a plus one, which um, I was like, I don't really know what that means, but plus uh, one I assume point. that means you're getting a bonus. Or no, that was actually, uh, that was you increasing your relationship with the bivouac. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, that's what I thought it would be. Yeah, it's uh, you got to increase your S link with the bivouac, and then if you get to level ten, you can date them. And <laughs> and the thing I absolutely did not expect was was that walk, <laughs> was walked into um, the predator, the kind of like main camp area thing, and there is a bunch of other players around, and I was like, oh, that's a yeah, it's like experience. a like a social space, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they've now set yeah. it up with a social page, which makes know, zero sense with the story whatsoever. No, it does because does they it? do make a comment about the fact that you you've dropped into the island with apparently a platoon of like thirty something ghosts. In fact, I'm pretty sure they said thirty two or whatever. So I'm like, is that this sounds like a number of players? Yes. It's like that sounds like a very specific number of players, but uh, they are like. So that was that was an odd experience because I didn't I was not expect I mean expecting to see a bunch of people in a social why like, sure totally makes sense but can you is is there multiplayer yeah no sorry sorry I I get is, is there is there like larger scale multiplayer not just a squad not as far as I know um, they do have a PvP mode which is four v four. But as far as I know, there is not a larger multiplayer mode than that, um, unless something's coming and wasn't I, I, in the beta. Yeah, but like, I'm I'm assuming you're not like you're not sharing this world with like 31 other people. Like, you're not just going to run into folk outside of this social space. No, outside of the social space, you don't. As far as I know, you don't see anywhere. At least I yeah, okay. I didn't. Um, huh. Weird. I did also have some problems with. Um, I, I didn't again. Data, I don't want so. to tell you guys how to do your jobs, but if there's 30-something of you, you should, guys should probably be moving as a unit and just wiping the shit out of this place. I mean, probably. Because if one of you can take out all of these guys, yeah. 32 of you should be pretty unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've also kind of moved more into the... Uh, like, they have the RPG styling, very similar to Assassin's Creed Odyssey and those sort of ones. Um but the thing I had a problem with, uh, again, it, possibly just the beta could be settings, whatever. But when it is, uh, like, it, it was starting to get to night and raining and, like I said, like, early after, afternoon, evening, um, you know, cloudy, overcast, could not see shit. Huh. So, uh, like, uh, trying to aim down the sights, looking at... Um, well, you, just gotta, was, you just got to bunker down through the rain. I was in a clip shop overlooking, Go visit your favorite uh, this camp. <laughs> overlooking this camp, like um, trying to take them out. And yeah, just, I was like, I can't see shit. Like, I, I understand that that's kind of part of this game. Like one of the things in Wildlands was like, it would get pitch black when you were out at night. Um, so you, of course you had night vision and things like that. But yeah, this was, this was more like the contrast was terrible so like i just i couldn't make anything out to the point that i had to like sit closer to the tv screen just to see what was going on yeah right yeah so yeah it's hopefully that's a 
Well, I mean, or, or is it intentional entirely? I mean, it could be intentional. like, Or maybe, I mean, you know, they've got to dial it in or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the, the game was still interesting, but I found it very stressful to play because of... Well, yeah. Like, suddenly like, looking at, you know, big encampments and stuff was like, it's, man, I don't think I can handle that. Yeah, it's like, become so less, much less of a power fantasy and more of a being hunted fantasy. Well, yeah, and so it's also like this, this isn't like just it. you roaming the whole the halls, roaming the halls of Bolivia, shouting wildlands and shooting everyone. Yep, which pretty much was that game. Yes. Um, so that's the other thing too. Is like this, you kind of need. Uh, where Wildlands was more fun with other people, this is kind of more essential with other people. <laughs> you pretty much need other people like yes I, I, if you wanted to play it's, the, it's a very the lone soldier yeah you could it's do a very it, different experience different. yeah yeah but it's interesting they kind of yeah they're like doubling down on the survival mechanics yeah. they're um again i kind of uh, like that as a concept but yeah i don't know and i guess this was probably a thing for the beta but i killed because the first rabbit i saw i, I was like oh, i should shoot it and then i was like no, that's cruel. I'll leave it because um, I hadn't realized this was actually a mechanic thing. Yeah. So I just kind of let the rabbit go. Also, because I was like, I'm not going to alert the people near me by shooting this rabbit. Um, and then uh, I took out, but I did take out. I think it was like an armadillo or something. Um, yeah, fuck the armadillo. I wasn't exactly sure what the hell it was. Um, and so you killed it, to, as as is the natural human response. If you don't yep. understand it, you kill it and eat it. Uh, but I went to go. Well, first you try to fuck it up, it, then you try to eat it, <laughs> and then you well, well, you kill it, then eat it, and then uh, so went to pick up the like went over to his body to pick it up and got like eight thousand um, simple protein. Like it, the the resource that I picked up, it just kept ticking. Like as I <laughs> stood on top of the corpse, it was just like. It just kept going up and up and up and up and up. And I was like, is this infinite? Or, like, is this going to stop at some point? So, a lot of simple yeah. proteins in that armadillo. Yeah, so it ended up at, like, 8,000. I was like, is this – I assume this is just done so that people in the – I don't know whether it's just for the beta or because – Accelerated maybe, armadillo proteins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, or oh, maybe this was their way of being like, you don't always have to do this, like – Doing it once will suffice for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not like your your character is going to get hungry, but um, they just give like a bonus to things. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That yeah, they they stop short of of like hunger meter. Hmm. I'm glad they did. Um, I'm not yeah. a huge fan of hunger. No, no, meter no. That, that's fair enough. That's interesting. But, uh, yeah, like it, it is only like a a temporary buff thing on top of yeah. yeah. But it's just yeah, the way they've done things is is interesting. Yeah, I, um, I'm thinking about this in a way that I had not yet, and it's it's a more interesting concept. But yeah, I don't know. I still probably won't end up playing it. <laughs> yeah, and it is kind of interesting. Like when you get to those camp setups and. Like it'll you know go around setting the tent up and going thinking like it is really it is that kind of you know, they they're definitely focusing on the survival yeah, yeah. side of things. Okay. Mm. All right, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint that was. Yeah, mm. 
Okay, we have also, just to recap, you also played some more Truck Driver and, um, was it Mutazione? Yeah, Mutazione. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, And we also previously spoke about Gears 5 and Untitled Goose Game and Sayonara Wild Hearts, just to to recap today's game. Anything else, Jack? Oh, yeah. No. Um, I mean, besides the usual, uh, I haven't had anything. Oh, actually, no. Um, a second, I very quickly jumped back into um, played uh, Castle Crashers Remastered because it's finally out in Australia, and so yes, got that. Played a bit. I was like, yeah, this is Castle Crashers. Uh, is it remastered? It is. Right, it is very out. nice. It is sixty frames a second, which is very nice and smooth, and uh, the the images are you know crisp. nicer. They're crisp. No, I yeah. was offering you some chips. Oh, and you can play as a pink knight. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. could you? Yeah. No, I guess not. Yeah, right. I don't okay. think there was a pink one. But yeah, now you can be a pink one. Yeah, okay. That's you. Yeah. So yeah, that was new. Cool. That's a good game. It is. Very All good. right. Uh, shall we get into some news? Sounds good. I don't have a song. <sighs> well, I... It's not... Entirely true. I have thought of a song, but um, I'll probably save it until everyone's around. That's not how this works, Jack. You won't remember this by next time. It's true. I almost forgot that I had come up with the song until like about five minutes ago. Yeah, I now I don't yep. remember what all the words were. The good thing is, um, this is recorded. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I I had it um, set up, and I was going to do it last podcast. But it involves Bronca, so I was like, well, I'll save it till Bronca's back. That reminds me. He did leave a message. Um, he said that... Is it you's a bitch? No, no. He said you're a very handsome man. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't believe it. No, no, he did. Uh, I, well, it was something similar to that at the very least. I don't quite remember the exact words. Yeah. Uh, and it's a shame about your tiny head. It is a shame about my tiny head. <laughs> I mean... I asked if he had any contributions for the podcast, uh, you know, expecting like comments about a game or something like that. And that's all he gave me. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's not negatively impacted my life to have a tiny head, but, um, I mean, maybe it has. It's a shame to him though, in that he's ashamed of you. (laughs) Well, I mean, I assume that already. Yeah. It has little to do with the head. Um, okay. Are you going to, are you going to give us a song or not? Nope. <sighs> I'm saving it. Disappointing. All right, I have... Building up anticipation. That's not... No. Uh, I have eight items. Eight items? Yeah, some of these are pretty brief, but there's not... Actually, most... There's not a lot of significant use, but yeah, I've got eight items. Okay. Um, number four. Okay. Um, or do you just want to go from the top? No, no, it's fine. Uh, I, I actually grouped some of these in a, in a rough order this time. And of course, that's, no, no, that's, <laughs> no, that is no, no, that is 100% appropriate. No, no, no that is the, the most appropriate time for us to not go in the order. <laughs> um, at Sushi uh, Morita, uh, sorry, Morita, uh, the... Uh, Pokemon? Tony, um, the, the president... Uh, oh, wait, no, what? Hang on, what? Serves, what are you uh, talking about? Is that you? Um, Yushida? 
No, 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 no. Atsushi Moriata. Uh, where the fuck is the, I? I'm, te- this article is telling me all the jobs he did. Where is the one? He served as SIE's Japan Asia's president and SIE's corporate director. There we go. Uh, has has retired due to age. Hmm. There you go. Uh-huh. I'm not familiar with the man or his work, but... Kazuhiko Takada, a, uh, who was named the company's deputy president and CFO in July 2018, will serve as the new corporate director. Um, yeah. He, uh, Morita was... So was vice president of administration and control, which is a fucking title, um, mm. as well as several other roles before taking the presidential and CEO position in 2014. Um, they are yet to name the new president of the Japanese branch. So, so that other one was just taking. Oh yeah, he was just taking over, um, uh, corporate director, but they haven't named a new president. Yep. Okay. I mean, should we go with the news article that's somewhat related to that one? You mean the one that was directly before this one, number three? Yep. Yep. Sean Layden is leaving Sony. Sure is. And the weirdest departure. Uh, Sean Layden being uh, Sony's chairman for Worldwide Studios. Um, having been with the company since 1996. I think uh, he actually started even earlier than that. Uh, Layden started at Sony in 1996, is what this article says. Huh. All right. I, I heard a lot earlier than that, but maybe it was a mis, uh, misprint. I don't know. Well, I mean, write in and tell me if I'm wrong, and then I'll say, fuck you, I didn't write this article. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, uh, he, uh, uh, yes, he's leaving at some point in the future. A specific date has not been announced, unless that has changed. Um, yeah, so, um, the weird weird thing about this one is how this has all been handled. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is the Sony, which is notorious for, um, their love of press releases, uh, which will pretty much send out a press release when anything happens. Instead for this one, which is the departing of a very prominent and, like pretty much the figurehead of Sony besides Shuhei Yoshida. Um, and all that, the, all that happened was a tweet, just yep. one, one single tweet on the PlayStation account. Yep. No press release, no comments, no anything. Um, Sean Layden has yet to comment on it. Yep. Uh, but he, he has been liking people's tweets. So, <laughs> so, so he's aware of it. Uh, he's aware. Yeah. Um, um, oh, yes, to, to quote the tweet, it is with great emotion that we announce the Worldwide Studios chairman, Sean Layden, will be departing SIE. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. The, yeah, so this is an odd way to handle this. Yeah. Um, as some people have suggested, it's quite possible that this is what would happen if he said, if he went to a different company, because he may be under a non-disclosure agreement, or like a um, like an agreement where he can't actually say anything about it. Yeah, they but also... you can still issue a press release. You, you get this tweet could have been a press release. They haven't said anything that couldn't have been said, and they haven't said anything that couldn't have been not necessarily elaborated on. But you just kind of stretch that out to two paragraphs and you've got yourself a press release. 
Yeah, which is makes it seem like this departing is not on the best of terms. No, not necessarily. I mean, I I think it's I think there is something more to it, but mm. I don't know what that something is. If that or it was incredibly sudden, and they well, he's not leaving yet though. Hmm. At some point in the future. Wait, really? That's what it has been said. Yeah, like he's, it has been announced that he is leaving the company. It is not. It's not like he has left the company. Hmm. Yeah. And it's weird too because people who translated the uh, the Japanese PlayStation website or uh, Twitter apparently um, it was translated as retiring, but people like we don't know whether that's a perfect translation or yeah, that's that's yeah, and it could just be the Japanese politeness of saying it's like oh he's retiring, not I mean he left to go work at Google Stadia. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so yeah. he will, yeah, it's, it's odd. And I don't know if this is a good thing or not for PlayStation. Um, Sean seemed to be one of the people behind, you know, pushing initiatives like, um, and getting behind things like God of War and like the new God of War, the new direction God of War went into uh, Spider-Man. On well, yeah, I mean, uh, he's he has been yes chairman of Worldwide Studios since 2016. So yeah, he a lot of Sony's recent first party. Yeah, the, um, the current very good position that Sony is in, um, he has been can, behind. You can definitely attribute that to. I mean, without without knowing any better, we can attribute uh, some of that to his leadership for sure. So yeah. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we have virtually no other details with that. So, um, which yeah, again, is also weird. Like, there is nothing. There's yeah. nothing besides. But that, again, that I, I imagine there's going to be a thing where, um, yeah, like once they. Yeah, I guess. I mean, is it just that maybe something semi sudden has happened, and they wanted to get ahead of it and say something, but. They don't have enough detail. Like, they don't know what That's, they're doing on their end, and perhaps they don't yeah. know or they can't share what he's doing on his end. So, yeah, it's just a complete lack of details. Let's put something quick out so we can get ahead of it. And then, if, mm. and then once we actually have some details to share about, say, who we're, who we're replacing him with and where he's going and yeah. things like that, um, that may that may come when they, you know, feel the time is right for that. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, very odd situation. We'll be keen to see how this shapes out and what actually happened there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure keen's the right word, but you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested, interested in... Yeah. Intrigued. Yes. Yes. Yes, give me, uh, give me another number. Let's go with number one. Okay. Um. So... Um, Oculus Connect Six happened. Um, Oculus Connect Six. Yeah, uh, is that like at, Connect Four. Yes, it is. Only harder, and most games don't actually end. Uh, so, and on the opening day of this, uh, they announced, along with uh, Respawn, that they would be developing a new Medal of Honor game for the Oculus yeah. Rift. Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, um, 
which is... It's been some time since I've heard a Medal of Honor game. Yeah, it's because they kind of sucked for a bit there and they stopped making them. Um, Yeah, so Medal of Honor Above and Beyond is, yeah, we've a first-person shooter for the Oculus Rift uh, set in World War II and you'll control an OSS agent who is charged with subverting and fighting back against Nazis at times in cooperation with French resistance forces. Can we not just play as a French resistance fighter? That would seem way more fun. No. But I want to. Just go around sabotaging things. No. Pretending to deliver baguettes, but they're actually Well, it's an Oculus game, so you're playing as you, so you're not French. You do know that. I do. I do know that. But I could be pretending I was French. No, you, no, I've, I've I've heard you pretend to be French. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is being built as a AAA experience that offers both multiplayer and single player, and the campaign is projected to last roughly ten to twelve hours, so a full like full on campaign. Mm. Uh, it will also incorporate mini documentaries produced in cooperation with World War II veterans, which, according to Oculus, let you sit with World War II veterans and survivors to hear their stories while witnessing firsthand the events and locations that have shaped our history. Wow. Yeah, that's... Well, that's an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, that. well... The original Medal of Honors were billed with at, with this kind of like historical, ed, almost educate, informative yeah. uh, eye on them. Like, so I I get the the extrapolation there, and I guess I guess having it be an Oculus thing, I don't know if that's weirder or less weird. Actually, I don't know. When when you were describing when you started describing that, I was like, they're like, oh, I'll let you sit with the veterans, and I was like. Like, like you're in an AA meeting. Just kind of sitting around talking with them, like in a. <laughs> you're just in a survivors meeting. I mean, hey, look, I've hung out with some veterans, and they are cool people. But that's an odd way to. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. But then when it's like, oh, and weird, right? That's weird. It's also kind of weird to then be sitting with them and like going through the same, like. Watching yeah. what they went through. Uh, like, it doesn't say go through what they went through. It's, it says the witnessing firsthand the events and locations that are shaped by history. Like, okay, you see r- rough approximations of events in this war, and then you talk to people who survived the same, you know, battle or the same mm. campaign or something like that. Like, not necessarily, oh, you see, you are now playing out this man's, uh, you know, experiences within this very particular thing. And talking to him about it. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it does not explicitly say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, responds Peter Hirschman, who was the writer of the original Medal of Honor and is now directing Above and Beyond, uh, said, Interviewing veterans of World War II was an immense privilege and allowed us to ensure its respect and faithfulness to those who served. They're helping us drive home the full emotional and historical weight of the subject matter with players in a way that really resonates. So, yeah. Okay. That's... Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, that is scheduled to release sometime in 2020 and, again, is a Oculus Rift exclusive. Hmm. Is number two also related to Oculus Rift news? It is not. Oh. Did 
you see that the Oculus Quest has now got the uh, they've done it so that you can it pretty much becomes a Rift uh, so you can connect the Quest to a um, if you have a gaming PC. Oh no, I so, didn't see that. Yeah, so um, I think and they've put a establishment with a pass through so you can see. So you can use it to like you can switch it so you, you don't have to take the headset off. You can see through it um, using the cameras at the front to see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Which is good. Yep. And you know you just need to grab something. And you don't feel like yeah, yeah. Rather than having to take the headset off and set everything down, you can just you use the cameras to look through it. Indeed. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, number seven. Number seven. Um, this is a this isn't much of a story, but uh, Bungie plans to release a non-Destiny game by twenty twenty-five. Yep. Basically, just them commenting on, and they have they have mentioned this in time past uh, that yeah they they have plans to become a multi pool a, a multi pool. <laughs> Words, a multi-franchise entertainment company. Um, um, not just that. The, I think their exact phrase was like, "Want to become?" Uh, uh, yes, they, like they, one of the best. The, yeah, like, sorry. Um, I do have the yeah. Uh, one of the industry's best entertainment companies, and yeah, part of that vision is, involves establishing other franchises. Um, yep. So by 2025, oh, we have a pretty specific path to make sure we transform Destiny, and that we have our other franchises with. We have other franchises within the marketplace. We need to build our publishing group, but part of our vision is also becoming a multi-franchise entertainment company. Look, I say go for it, Bungie. I like Bungie you games. Do, you do some good work. Yeah, most, most of your stuff is very nice. Yep. That's yeah, all. So go for it. Yep. I'm happy for them to go try something new. Sure. Or, yeah. You know, something different from Destiny for a while. And now that they're out from under the shadow of uh, Activision, they can do whatever the hell they want. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Number six. Um, PlayStation 4 Crossplay is uh, reportedly out of beta. Which it is out of beta, mm, and everybody can play together, and the world is a better place. Well, no, it's, no it, it, it means no, that any game that wants to implement crossplay can is it, yeah. is technically the uh, the takeaway from that. Uh, it still relies on them implementing it and building it and turning it on. But yeah, it's no longer a it's not Sony's call any longer. They they allow it if you wanted to do it, which is good. Which is good, yes. Um, I mean, cross-save would be a much... That's a fucking much bigger task, though. Much bigger task, but... Because, uh, be I mean, nice. you've got... Well, I mean, the only way... The way you can do that now, because there, there is some of that in a very limited number of games, it, but you need... You've got to go with an external service at that point. Yeah. Um, which is... Oh, I don't... I, I don't want that. Frankly, I would. I don't need that. It's, it's too much of a hassle. All of these different accounts and shit like that. Like, yeah, mm. I would love. I would. Yeah, it would be great if I, you could literally have any platform and you could just pick it up and continue on. 
where you left off on the other one, but I mean, with always online games, some of that. Well, the, the ones that like, already have external services, yes, that becomes a little more possible. Yeah. But, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, still crossplay is nice. Yep, I like it. Um, I believe we have two and eight left. Uh, let's go number two. Real quick one, Last of Us Part 2 has a release date. It sure does, and it had a, a new trailer. It did, uh, and with that trailer came the release date. Uh, hmm. February 21st, 2020. And, yeah, actually, we didn't talk about any of State of Play, did we? I mean, I guess that was the biggest That's the That was the only thing. I, it was literally the only takeaway I had from it, really. Oh, and um, that weird humanity game. Oh, uh, yeah. That it kicked off, I think. That's the, by the studio who did uh, Res Infinite and uh, Tetris Effect. So that yeah, could yeah. actually be more interesting than what it looked like. It could be. Which You're right. looks weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that does look weird. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. That's one other game I've been meaning to check out. Uh, the demo for Medieval is out. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna give that. A, I'm gonna give that a whirl. And um, the Last of Us is the free game this month for PlayStation Plus. So I will probably be playing the Last of Us for the first time. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I have I have some thoughts on the Last of Us. Yeah. We don't need to get into it. Like. <laughs> I didn't. For some reason, I had it in my head that you also hadn't played it. I haven't played a lot of it. I've played some of it, and that mm. should tell you some of my thoughts on it. Yeah, see, I'm still not entirely keen on having playing another zombie game. I like, I am there unless unless, unless they release another Left 4 Dead. Um, like, I I'm not really interested in playing another zombie game for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well. You should probably tell the game industry that 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. But uh, then we wouldn't have got Left 4 Dead, so, and Left 4 Dead 2, so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe still would have. Anyway. Uh, you know what? No, it still would have. No one's listening to you, Jack. Um, That's true. Uh, my final um, news in the most inverted commas. Um, NHL 20... Oh, oh, rather, the EA Sports has done their usual uh, prediction for the upcoming season with NHL 20. Oh, yeah. Um, is it New York Rangers? It is. No. That would be the most broken simulation. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, the notoriously wrong simulation has predicted that the Boston Bruins will return to the Stanley Cup Finals, and instead of being defeated by the St. Louis Blues, they will instead defeat the Las Vegas Golden Knights in six games to claim their first cup since 2011. Uh, this fuck pleases me because fuck the Bruins. So that's, that's kind of them out of the running here. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> think this prediction's ever been correct. Uh, yeah, other predictions, are Brad Marchand will win the Conn Smythe for being the MVP of the playoffs with 32 points in 25 games. Um, look, if the Bruins won, Marchand's a pretty, Decent candidate for that, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, supposedly, the road to the final will be through the Leafs, Lightning, and Caps, um, which seems totally possible in terms of those are teams that are likely yeah. to make the playoffs. <laughs> Actually, I would be very surprised if those teams didn't make the playoffs. 
Um, and also Jack Hughes, 87 points in his rookie season to win the Colter Trophy. I, I can see, 100% see Jack Hughes winning it. 87 points is a lot, though. It's a lot of points. Um, McKinnon winning the Art Ross with 119. Ah, look, it can happen. It could happen. Ovechkin, 55 goals for the for the Rocket. Yeah, sure. That's totally within Ovechkin's abilities. Carlson. No, no, let's step those numbers up. I want those numbers as high as they can go. 55 goals? Look, he's... That's... that's. He's getting on. <laughs> I mean, 55 goals is totally possible for him. Um, he's already scored one this season, and he's only played one game. Uh, Eric Carlson records 85 points to lead the league's defenseman and takes on the Norris for the third time. That's totally possible. And the Tampa Bay Lightning and the regular season 109 points to lead the league. That's also very possible. Mm. Anyway. I mean, they're not the results that I would like in terms of, you know, fuck the Bruins, but... Uh, but no, but that's yeah. a, that, is a, that is the results I want because fuck the Bruins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was helping a, a very lovely um, Canadian couple uh, yesterday and and today at work actually, um, and we were talking we were talking hockey, um, and it came to light that they were Bruins fans. And I, <laughs> how, how the how know, it, how we have so many nice teams from Canada? <laughs> yeah, why 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 the Bruins? Now I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> no, they were they were lovely people. Um. Yeah, that's my girlfriend is in Canada at the moment. She's visiting Manitoba and Winnipeg. My, I was about to say my Canadian cousin, but no, my Canadian living dwelling dwelling cousin is in Australia at the moment. <laughs> Some kind of exchange program, no doubt. Hmm. Um, yes, I, some I can confirm that he will also share the sentiment of "fuck the Bruins." <laughs> Um, shall we look at some upcoming releases? Well, I've got one more bit of news. Oh, you do? Sorry, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Rocket League has completely done away with uh, the loot craze. Yeah. They'll release a notification. As promised. Their notice of, you know, the last crates coming in, and then they're moving to a system where, of blueprints. That, so... Instead of you getting a randomized loot box, you will get a blueprint that drops, which will tell you what the item is and how much it's going to cost you. And then you decide whether you want to buy it or not, which, uh... sure, I guess it's not random loot boxes, but we'll, I'll be interested to see what prices they Wait, charge. sorry. Yeah, sorry. With, um, with the Rocket League loot boxes. Yep. Was the only you didn't you had to pay for that shit, right? Oh yeah, like the no, you, like the, you don't buy loot boxes; they drop. Yeah, you you buy the keys to unlock. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Loot. Okay, okay, yes, okay, no, okay. So it's okay. No, that, that's fine. That's yeah, that's fine. That is a just they've so, just, they've just removed the random part. That's fine. Yes, yeah. So you are still. I mean, it well, is still random. Okay, in terms I mean, of they've just you removed get a random drop. But you know, you, you know, know what, what you are paying for. Like they've, re- yeah. Yes. Okay. That's that's Which, that's a step in the right direction. That's fine. I guess I'm yeah. Like I'm alright with that. I would much rather know whether my money is going to buy the thing I actually want. Um, yeah. They're also. I bra- they're I would to, yeah. I I, I, I to- totally get. I, I think this is a understandable solution to the problem of okay we. 
we, we, we've got, on one hand, we've got traditional loot boxes. On the other hand, we've got, you can just buy the cosmetic you want. In between, we ideally want a way to have, fall, you know, fall in, in the middle somewhere because we want people to keep playing to, to strive to get something. Mm. But we don't want that to be, okay, you can only buy this with in-game currency, which you have to crawl along to, to accumulate to get what you actually want. I think this is an understandable middle ground. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I've, yeah. Been, um, I've been using their Rocket Pass system that they implemented it's it's very good gives me a reason to play gives me challenges each um, week to try new things which is mean that i've tried modes that i normally wouldn't dive into or you know um it gives me a reason to continue playing uh modes or to you know try out different things for the car that i haven't mm. put you know used before so I, I really like that system i think that's good i'm happy to support that uh they're also going to be putting in an item shop where you will be able to purchase some of the um, – they describe it as legacy crate uh, items, so some right. of the crates that they, that no longer drop, um, you will be able to okay. possibly pick up. Some. I so, like that. I like that combination of things then. Like, oh, okay, yes. here's the current stuff. You're getting, you're getting blueprint drops for it, so you're not guaranteed to get the thing you want. You've got to play to strive to get all the blue. Can you get duplicate blueprints? I mean, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and they. they yeah, and can you still trade this stuff? Can you trade blueprints? Ah, there we go. There is the one. Uh, I'm not. Some of the trading seems to be. So you definitely can't trade anything bought from the item shop. That's fine. Apparently none of that is tradable. That makes sense. I, I am not clear on whether you can trade the blueprints themselves. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's interesting. So, which is interesting because you can trade the crates at yeah. the moment. Um, which is like as for you know whether you love it or hate it or you know I have mixed feelings that tend to swing week to week about um, the trading in Rocket League, um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that whole side of the game. Yeah, which I guess you know there is still the items that other people are going to have that you know you won't necessarily be able to get your hands on, which. And so trading for them, sure. Yeah. Uh, but it is interesting. Yeah, I will, like. I wonder whether how that's going to play out. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But you know, it's interesting to see people a, moving away from the loot box system. It's a take. I'm interested to see what systems they come up with. This one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. I'll also be keen to see how much you're actually getting drops and whether they are like, it'll be interesting to see how much of those drops are worthwhile items given how much trash I pick up from. Well, yeah, I assume it's going to be similar ratios, right? You would assume so. Because again, the point is to keep you playing. So you get more, because you need to get more of these things. If every so it, it, you do it one of two ways, right? You either you have the same flow or the same uh, mm. like income of 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 random items, um, but you keep the same at the, at the same balance or ratio of trash to good, or you have a much slower flow, but they're all good. Like, yeah, which I think I'm probably like that one, uh, but then you know. Oh, but, I mean, giving you trash also, I mean, can you do stuff with the trash? Oh, no, because you've got to pay for it anyway. That's mm. what I really want is 
the ability to do mm. anything with the trash I have. Like, yes, you can trade in things, but that system is not perfect in terms of, like, yeah, yeah. you need five items of the same quality, yeah. which would be all right if that covered all the crates, but that's five items. So oh, yeah, yeah. From one, from one series of crate. Okay. Um, there's, there's, okay. So, there, there's some, there's some questions remaining. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. Shall we move on to some new releases? Sounds good. Okay. Ah, uh, what are we, what are we today? We are the fourth on the fourth of this month. That is October. We have, oh yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to go with Sekonia, When They Cry. Phase because. one for you, the replaceable ones. Guess what kind of game that is. What? Uh, is it a visual novel? It's a visual novel that is coming out on PC. But <laughs> Sekonia When They Cry, phase one for you, the replaceable ones. Wait, is that the whole title? That is the full title. Sekonia When They Cry, Jesus. no punctuation, hyphen, phase one, colon, for you, comma, the replaceable ones. God damn. That is a title. Uh, Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, coming to PC, Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. Hmm. One Night Stand, coming to Switch. That is also a visual novel. Uh, yeah, I actually wanted to check the one out. It looked quite interesting, actually. Uh, I don't know. I, one- I haven't seen it. I don't think... No, One Night Stand is in a... Or at least I don't think it's a visual novel. One Night Stand is a visual um, novel. Hmm. All right. I'm now reading but, the summary of this game. It is a visual novel. Yeah. Um, Are you thinking of something yeah, else? Yeah, I was checking some of the videos on that because uh, it's out of PlayStation as well. Uh, and I was, I was like, hmm, this actually looks interesting. Okay. So I might get it. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. That is weird. Why is it saying, yeah, why is it only listing Switch on this when the release date for PlayStation and Xbox also seems to be... Whatever. Moving on. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah. PC, I... PlayStation, and Xbox. The aforementioned yep. online tactical shooter. Uh, if you get it... <laughs> Play with me. <laughs> no, Please um, play with me. Uh, yeah, see this thing. Like, I don't think I'm gonna pick up that game. Not because I don't like it, but because I would like to play it with other people. And what if instead we played Wildlands and just drove around yelling Wildlands? I mean, yeah, I did that a lot. That Ro- was great. Roam the halls in Bolivia. Uh, on the eighth, we have The Alliance Alive HD Remastered. Uh, coming to Ooh, Switch and PlayStation. Burger Time Party coming to Nintendo Switch. That sounds awesome. I want to play that. Concrete Genie coming to PlayStation 4. I don't think I realized that how it was actually coming out. Yeah. It's just taken a while. It has taken a while. I have I had just lost track of it. Uh, Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince coming to PC, Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. I like those games. Ooh, yeah, they're not bad. Uh, Indivisible coming to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And Ukulele and the Impossible Lair coming to PC, Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. Is that a, is that a, like a DLC for Ukulele? It's far the noise. I got a whole, or I could be wrong, but I thought uh, it was a, a spinoff. It is a spinoff. Uh, in contrast, with, uh, oh, it's, it's 2. It's 2.5D. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Interesting. I, I don't think I saw anything about this. Weird. Huh. Okay. Anyway, uh, on October 10th, we have Riddy... Sorry, let me try that again. 
River City Melee Mac. Is that what? Okay. I mm, okay. Yeah. No. That's okay. I, I I thought it said match, but as I read it, it it says Mac, as in M A C H. Uh, coming to uh, PC, Switch, and PlayStation. Uh-huh. Also, Spirit Hunter NG coming to PC, Switch, PlayStation, and PlayStation Vita. That is built here That'll as an adventure visual novel. Oh, adventure. <laughs> On the 11th, we have Doraemon Story of Seasons coming to PC and Switch. That is a farm simulation role-playing game. I'm in. Frostpunk hitting PlayStation and Xbox. That game is great. I don't know about playing that on PlayStation or Xbox, but it's all fairly broad grid-based. It should work fine. Um, That'd be... That's doable. Yeah, I'd I'd be curious to see how that works, but yeah. Uh, Grid. Hitting PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Yep. Um, Is is it a reboot of Grid? I guess. Uh, I guess. Yeah, or it's just, they just, I don't even know. Uh, intended to be a reboot of, yeah, it's a reboot of Grid. Okay. Killer Queen. I should probably check that out. Yeah, sure. Uh, Killer Queen Black coming to PC yeah. and Switch. And if Wait, I'm... isn't it coming to everything or not? <sighs> Look, man, this thing called the internet playing is... Up? I think yeah. playing up. I could be wrong. Uh, it switch. is coming to... Xbox at an unannounced date. So no PlayStation? Uh, not listed on this particular page. All right. That's um, more reason to get a speech. Indeed. Uh, on the... Wait, what are we doing here? Okay, yeah. On the 15th, we have Disco Elysium coming to PC. The role-playing game. My favorite Elysium. Grand Grandia HD Remaster coming to PC. That is also a role-playing game. Overwatch Legendary Edition. That's uh, the release on Switch. Uh, and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition also hitting Switch. Switcher oh. 3. And on the 16th, we have Little Town Hero, which is the new role-playing game from Game Freak, creators of the Pokemon and uh, yes. on Hopefully. the 17th, we have Monkey King Hero is Back to PC yeah. and PlayStation. And Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes Complete Edition on PC and PlayStation. And that takes us through to next podcast. Hmm. There's some interesting ones there. There is some interesting ones there. I don't... I don't know if I'll be checking any of them out. I'm interested in Concrete Genie. I'm interested in Trine 4. I think those are the main ones in that block. I don't know if I'm going to get to those anytime soon, though, because I've still got some other shit to play. Yeah, you still got a whole bunch of Yakuza just coming out throughout the year. Oh, fuck. I need to go back and play Judgment. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching Yakuza. I don't I don't think I'm getting to Yakuza this year, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> There's some stuff coming out. Um, oh, and then, yeah, God, in the next month, we're just going to get oh, the there's whole bunch some of stuff coming. Oh, God damn. Okay. Yep. 
Yes, there is. Video games. Yay. It's a good problem to have. There's a lot of them. Uh, I need, okay, I need to be putting some more time into games. So, with that in mind, <laughs> let's fucking end this podcast and go play some video games. What do you say? Yeah, sounds good. I'm down for that. All right, all right. I've been hey. wanting to do, that, to do that since the start. Well, why'd you let me go on for this? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I offered to press stop like two minutes in. That's true. I could have... You didn't actually know. Your out was you just didn't you didn't answer when I when yeah, I asked I if you were there. You could have just bailed. That's true. I just would have been out. Stat- yeah, it would that would just would have been the call disconnected sound as soon as I asked. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, oh. Anyway, thank you for joining me, Jack. No worries. Um, next David. time we should have a full ensemble back in the house. Um, hopefully, uh, that 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 is the plan. That's how time should work out. But we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. In the meantime, play some video games. Yeah, there's enough of them. Love your neighbors or something. I don't know. What? what... Yeah. Have morals. Hulk it, people. Just. Honk, yeah. <laughs> That's actually, you know, take your morals from Untitled Goose Game. Be a dick, Goose. <laughs> be a dick, Goose. Yeah, be a dick, Goose. Uh, I'm going to go play that game. Okay. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, video games. We'll see you next time. like four different potential titles for this podcast yeah um, no i really liked um i think the one i really wanted is the what was it advanced armadillo protein. Ex- accelerated armadillo proteins is oh, one on my God. list okay th- these are my options there's obviously be, be a be a dick goose but uh <laughs> um there's uh and that could be either be a dick goose or be a dick goose um you know just in terms of sae probably going um be a dick goose might be a good call. Yeah, maybe. Uh, a new kind of trucking. Mm-hmm. And eight like simple it. rules for dating my bivouac. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs>